0: ba ba
1: Welcome dear listener, friend, countryman, Roman, enemy, troll, whatever, whatever you may
0: be, whatever you may be. <laughs> it's
1: the Scott Gibson Show. I am Scott Gibson. Who else would I fucking be? New episode. Uh, same old uh, ranty goodness. The Russians are coming, Ravi. they? Uh, hurry up! The 10 I'm getting bored now. I was—I've ex- gone through all the emotions with the Mother Russia the last couple of days, weeks, months, years. I was excited. I thought, finally, they're back. We're back, baby. The Americans have left Afghanistan. It's on its ass. Winter is coming. Children are dying in the streets. We need a new enemy, a global front, and up steps the Russians. Finally. Number one, numero uno, and I know a lot of you out there are like, black.
0: No, Gabo, it's still the Chinese, they're still the bad guys. I'm telling you right
1: now. Russians, number one, they're back, the Red Army. And it's just a lot of humming and horn. A humming and horn. A lot of humming and horn. You know, and if you're not raised in the west of Scotland and you don't really know what humming and horn means, I'm, I'm sorry. But a lot of humming and horn. I I was, if you listen to the, the mainstream media, which, I mean, if you do, then more fool you. Uh, the the headlines were, Invasion Imminent. And I heard that three days ago and I thought, today's the day I'm going to turn the telly on, channel phone news at seven o'clock, and I'm going to see Russian tanks rolling through Kiev. But I've seen nothing. So God knows what's happening. We're going to sanction them, they're going to sanction us, we're all sanctioning each other, Germany needs gas, it's a fucking shit show. But anyway, I hope you're all safe and well, Uh, I hope you're all hunkering down, I hope, uh, uh, if you're listening to this, on the day of his release, Wednesday 16th of February, I hope, for God's sake, for all of my God, I hope you're home, I hope you've got half a brick on top of your wheelie bins because there's a storm a-comin'. The good old days of just weather are now gone. They're now firmly behind us. Weather no longer exists in the developed West. And you might be sitting there going, "Gibble, what in the name of French Connection UK you talking about? I'm telling you this in the old days when I was a lad. It was just a wee bit windy and a wee bit wet. Now if there is a, a gust, a breeze... ...above four nautical miles an hour. Somebody at the Met Office has got to name it. They're fucking running out of names. They're running out of names, man. The the people in the Met Office... ...they must be on Google like expectant parents... ...trying to go through to find a name. What about calling it? Storm Malcolm? No, I went to school where Malcolm... ...and he was a fucking bastard... ...so we're not calling it that. We're, we're, We're now... Uh, waiting on, Storm Dudley. Storm Dudley. When when I heard this morning, <laughs> when I heard, the, somebody messaged me saying, this was the exact, <laughs> this was the exact message. <laughs> this is how, and I'm not going to say the person's name because it's a personal friend of mine. It's, it'll be embarrassed. But this is how fucked up, I suppose, the, the thing to take for this message is, this is how, This is a perfect example of how controlling the media can be. How controlling the mainstream media can be. Because most of us, most of us are educated people, right? Most of us are born in the early 80s or earlier who can I? I would say most people who come and see my shows, who listen to this podcast, are probably mid-30s and older, I would say. There's a couple of sneaky young ones in there, and I'm watching you because there's question marks. But Most of us are over a certain age, and we are over a certain age. We were born and raised in a time when journalism was real people when the term investigative journalist was a real thing people would go they would they would make themselves you know they'd, they'd get hooked in heroin they'd, they'd infiltrate a, a smack gang and they'd uh, they'd, they'd wake up uh in a coke den in in colombia then they'd come back and they'd write a, a two-page uh, essay and we put it in the fucking uh, the people the sunday people Right, and it'd be, it'd be a story about the heroin boats of Peterhead, sandwiched between uh, adverts for fucking online webcams. Right, Th- this is when journalism was journalism, and now it's uh, it's all bollocks. It's fear mongering. Right, the media now is uh, it's, it's a business to generate money. It's an advertising platform. Right, you watch BBC News. And then before you know it, you're in the middle of Aldi going, Have you got a bandsaw? A bandsaw? You you don't know how. You don't know how you got there. You don't know why you got there. You're just there. And it's the fear. 40 kilos of rice, 2,000 toilet rolls. It's the fear. Okay? Storm's coming. It's no storm. It's going to get a bit windy. Alright? But this is the text I got this morning. This is, the t- this is the text i got this spot Mate. In capos, M-A-T. Mate. I don't know what your plans are today. He was me thinking. It was a friend uh, inviting me for a coffee. You know? Let's go and get a coffee. Gibbo. Have a chat. Do you want to do lunch? Shall we, shall we do lunch? Let's do lunch. Are you, are you lunching today? Do you have any lunch dinner plans? Shall we Lunch. Get together. You know, have a cappuccino. A chat, a gab, a catch up. This is what I'm thinking. This is how it starts. I don't know what your plans are today. but then it takes a twist. Takes a sinister twist because this is not a, a jolly text message between two friends. It says, mate, I don't know what your plans are today. But whatever you've got to do, Get it done before 5 p.m. And I'm thinking, what? What happens at 5 p.m.? And then here we go, the end of the message. I have it on good authority. On good authority? That the eye of the storm will hit at 5 p.m. What in the actual fuck are you talking about? If you've got anything to do today, make sure you do it by five p.m. because I have on good authority the eye of the storm will hit by five p.m. <laughs> this is the this is part of the problem with the whole kind of climate change, global warming bullshit. Now I'm not for a second saying. I mean, I'm not think about it. I'm a guest on Joe Rogan here. I'm not saying climate change isn't real. Of course it is. The planet is changing. Our climate is changing. Are we responsible for the change? Probably.
0: But I don't know.
1: i have get four different wheelie bins. I do my bit. I don't know if I'm responsible or not. I do my bit. But what I can tell you is, over the course of the history of this planet, the climate has changed. You know, storms have come and gone. I mean, there was a fucking point when the bloody, the whole fucking planet was covered uh, under ice. You know, if only there was a convenient name for that time. Oh, that's right, the Ice Age. It wasn't a, it wasn't a time when ice was invented. It was called the Ice Age because we were all under ice. The changes, it comes and goes, but we just need calm down. We're getting far too excited. Everything's extreme now. There's no middle ground anymore. On anything, on any aspect of our life, there's no middle ground. It's fucking far left, far right. Too hot, too cold, too wet, too... Dr- there's no There's no middle ground. They're just happy, They're just content, They're just calm. I have it on good authority. From who? The fucking BBC weather up! Who's your authority? I've got a man the inside, mate, at the Met office. (laughs) He's got a homemade (laughs) wind... He's got a homemade wind turbine in his back garden. This cunt's fucking clued up. And he said to me, The eye of the storm will strike at 5pm! So whatever your plans are today, uh, you know, get in the house get in the house, get the heating on, put on a box set, and, uh, you know, ride out Storm Dudley. Maybe the Met Office, we know that most of the time it's a a punt, right? Nobody can really predict the weather. We know that, okay? Weather reports is like an acceptable version of astrology. You know, when that wee woman, or, or, or the wee gay man, it's on the telly, Dane now bl- moving from the west, a cold front, snapping through the Atlantic sea breeze, uh, Delta 7 through to 045, and uh, it's going to be raining on Tuesday. We know he's just making it up. We know that he's a journalist that didn't, didn't make it, you know, maybe he's not very good at spelling or s- dyslexic, and they say, listen, there's a wee clicker standing in front of that green screen, and now he's a weatherman, or a weatherwoman, or a weather person. Right? For the non-binary weather people out there. So we know that he doesn't take his job serious because he just makes it up as he goes along. Right? I mean, you've even got famous weather people. Uh, the woman Carol in the BBC. She's an alcoholic. Right, she's an alcoholic, but we're in a, we're in a safe working environment. We kinda get rid of her. So she's a weather woman. They give her a clicker. She stands in front of a green screen. And, uh, you know, she, she tries her best. It's no different... Than the people who do uh, horoscopes, no different. You're lucky number seven, uh, Cancer is through Jupiter, suffering around Venus and Uranus has been seen to be off the coasts of Peru, which means that a dark, handsome stranger will probably come and rob your granny's bins today. So made up. But can the weather office just try a little bit harder? We're naming the storms. That's all I ask. Take, take a leaf at a Muskets book. I mean, he called his son uh, a mental name, you know, Alpha 7 Oblique, uh, hashtag forward slash pirate face. Just, just make up a name. Storm Dudley does not ring fear. You yeah. know? If somebody says to me, mate, you need to get home before 5 pm, I have it in good authority that Storm Dudley will hit... Excuse me? Storm Dudley? Okay, I'll take my chance. Let's go to the Metro. Um, All of England, good friends of the Metro. All of England, Wales and NI, which is Northern Ireland, for those of you who are uh, non-bigoted, now covered by warnings from Storm Dudley. Storm... I can't even say it. Storm Dudley? Storm Dudley... Set to barrel into the UK with winds reaching 90 miles per hour. I mean, that is quite fast. As the Met Office warns, the severe weather poses a danger to life. In, in what? Now, here's the thing, right? See weather that, that poses a danger to life. Here's my question for it Is it a danger to life or is it just people's ignorance? Because cars hear me out now I imagine there'll be a few people who are out in 90 mile an hour winds by choice they'll think it's funny uh blown down the street you know stuff smashing into them maybe somebody gets killed right people are out driving when they don't have to going oh, fuck it's all about wind and the car gets blown off the road in a field you know barrel a 100 times catches fire they're dead right is that is that the weather that's killed them or is that their ignorance? No, if you're sitting in the house and a fucking 200-year oak comes crashing through the conservatory and, you know, takes out you and the Doug, fair enough, I'd argue, at that point, it's the weather. But then, you know, it might be uh, C.R. Smith. How, how good is your conservatory? You know? I I would hope if I had a, a, a house built, ...that it could withstand uh, a tree falling on it. I would hope. I'm recording this from the uh, the uh, podcast HQ... ...stroke garage, stroke keep fit room. There's no fucking keep fitting going on in here. I would hope that if a tree was to fall into my house to do... ...the house would withstand the tree. I would hope. Is that no basics? I mean, if I was ever getting a house built... what What is it, you looking for the house? Uh, five bedrooms, uh, a detached garage... Um, three bathrooms and uh, if possible if you see you're building the roof uh, can you make sure it can withstand a tree? B- basics <sighs> Anyway uh, the weather, Dudley uh, poses danger to life Trains are being cancelled this, a- this afternoon in parts of Scotland covered by an amber alert for very strong and disruptive winds If that's what the class is an amber alert, strong and disruptive winds, then my missus has got an amber warning on her arsehole every day of the week. The alert is in place from 4pm until midnight uh, and covers a large belt across the middle of the UK, including regions north of Hull in East Yorkshire and south of Perthshire in Scotland. There is a high chance of widespread chaos, including power cuts and disruption to transport network. I mean, if if you're listening to this this afternoon and, uh, you know, you're sitting in the office listening to a sneaky podcast for DJ Kibble, you need to go to your gaffer right now and you need to say, Gaffer! Dudley, is it coming? I've got to leave. You need to leave now. You know, even if you you don't get a train home, even if you drove to work, you need to leave now and you need to get on that train and you need to get him. Injuries danger to life is likely from large waves beach material being thrown onto coastal roads, seafronts and properties, the Met Office of Orleans says, I mean, again, listen, if, if you live on a coastal front, beach material, what does that mean? Is that trying to say, like, deck chairs? And a, and a parasol? Name me one beach in Scotland that has deck chairs and a parasol on it. <laughs> Fucking none! In fact... Is there is there actually any beaches in Scotland? I mean, that's more more a Spanish thing, isn't it? When you go to a beach and there's like deck chairs laid out, that's a, that's a holiday abroad thing. Is there is there one? Is there a single beach in Scotland that has deck chairs on it? I would say no, not one. Why is that? Why is that? why is that we have we have some beautiful beaches in Scotland, beautiful. The ones up in the Heelands, man. Up in the old fucking, uh, you know, the Northern Five Hundred. And the name of God, they're, they're glorious, beautiful white sands in Scotland as well. We've all seen the famous pictures uh, up by. I can't remember where it is. But it's fucking white sand and, and sky blue water. And you're like, that's no fucking way that's Scotland. And it is, it's Scotland. Anyway, um, so if you've got any beach material... Again, you know, abroad that would be deck chairs, small stools, right? Looky, looky, men. I imagine beach material in Scotland is, uh, you know, a dead seagull, jellyfish and some fucking used needles. I mean, again, if you're... <laughs> if you're, <laughs> you're not near the Three Tins Coast, you know, if you're on Solcoats Beach, if you're walking down Solcoats Beach tonight, down the waterfront, at say uh, half six, seven... Just as fucking... I was going to say Storm Barney. Storm Dudley is causing havoc. Watch out for those flying needles. That's disgusting. Excuse me for sniffing. Uh, People in the regions can also expect heavy showers. Brilliant. Um, Throughout the afternoon, snow on higher ground. A yellow warning for wind is in place from 6pm. Covering all of northern and central England. There you go. Most of Wales... I mean, it's a big, big part of the. Uh, it's a big part of the UK that's been hit. Uh, I'm just looking at pictures here the, to 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 emphasise how. Motion
0: detected at the front door. okay,
1: Alexa, it's a fucking delivery. Calm yourself down here. To to emphasise the uh, the strength of the wind, the metro has gone with the classic pictures of people with their umbrellas turned inside out because that's really the only way we can visualise a strong wind. You know, I could tell you it's going to be windy the cows come home. But unless I show you a picture of someone with their umbrella turned inside out, we're never going to know that it's actually windy. So, tie down your granny, put half a brick on your wheelie bin and watch you, because Storm Dudley is coming and it's going to be windy. Okay, um, odd podcast today for a different reason. I actually had to pause... uh, for a second after the uh, the first 20 odd minutes of the show to go and do some uh, some errands as the Yankee little dandies would say uh, I had to nip to the shops in order to get uh, back home in time and I will say this um, possibly the first time on the podcast that we've actually had to maybe retract some of the comments we just made about the, the wind and the weather because uh, after my little foray out into the wilderness and the name of God the planet is trying to kill us and kill us it will. By Christ, it is windy. I was in a shop, uh, a, a supermarché, if you will, and the, the weather outside was frightful. As Frank once said, the rain was so heavy that the noise it was making on the tin roof of the supermarché, that noise of the rain was drowning out the sound of the generic wank pop music that was playing uh, throughout the supermarket the rain was so loud you couldn't hear that fucking music in the supermarket so i hope you're listening to this warm and toasty i hope none of you're in the car listening to this i hope none of you are listening to this on the way home for work sitting outside your house on the drive as the rain floods down Thinking to yourself, I'll sit here and wait for it to end, and then I'll go in. Well, guess what, Sandra? It's never going to end. So you're going to have to get wet, darling. What else has been happening in the world? Absolute bugger all. Eh? Nothing of any... Uh, uh, you would be forgiven if you had, uh, if you actually forgot that the Olympics is on. Does anybody give a fuck? Not one bit now. Is this just because it's in China? I don't think so. I don't, the, the Winter Olympics is my favourite of all the Olympics. It's got some wild and crazy sports in there. I watched a good video the other day of a, a, a mogul downhill race. What is that? I've no idea. It's lots of bumps. It's a bumpy bit of snow and you fucking fired on it. And some guy went down and he knocked himself unconscious. It was spectacular. He came off a kind of lip or a mogul or a or a or a, a mole hole, a hill, a, a bump, a steep bump, a, a lip, a fucking mound of snow, right? And the fucking dick went up there, smashed his head off another lump of snow, and then his limp, unconscious body just slid down the hill. And I thought, what a fantastic spot this is. But then, uh, then I find out that that video is from an old Olympics. And it's not even this one. Now, the naivety that I showed when the Olympics first started, I did say to the missus, who is the expert on all things China, I went, "I'm slightly confused as to why this is the Beijing Olympics when there's no mountains in Beijing. So I don't understand how they can have the Winter Olympics there. Surely they would advertise whatever town, city." area of China it's in she says no it's in Beijing and I went
0: it can't be a mad cunt there's no fucking snow in Beijing turns out
1: why would that stop them I mean you've got to admire the Chinese and I do not as much as the Russians I love them the best but on the international front of of, uh, world powers that are ready to enslave us all you know Russia and China are number one number two it's up to you to decide which order they appear But why would you let a little, a little item such as your inability to have snow stop you from hosting the Winter Olympics? I mean, I imagine when the uh, the Olympic Committee got the bid in for Beijing, they went, uh, Is that Beijing, China? Can he be my man? Where's the hilly bits in China? The Pyongyang province. No, no, my man, we're, we're having it in Beijing. You can't, make because you've got to have, you know, downhills and moguls and, and slaloms and, you know, bebop and rock steadies and do doop 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 and ice rinks and, and ice walls and nice and canyons and, and basically coldness, you know, and, and cold and and all sorts, you know, and, and, and it's kind of icy and cold, you know, snow-like. You know, you've got to have it and you've no go to it. Ah, don't you worry about that. This is China, my man. There's literally, no, there's probably, see when you think about it, there's probably literally nothing the Chinese can't make. Literally nothing. The entire bank catalogue of
0: Amazon, China. Fake snow, China. <laughs> A global virus that kills millions.
1: <laughs> China!
0: Nothing they can't make.
1: You may have seen the the pictures that have been posted up of the uh, the only the only event I watched in it was some kind of, uh, I don't even know what you call it. It was cunts on a fucking snowboard going off a jump. A downhill jump. I don't know what it's called. I don't care. No one does. Anyway, uh, it's a power plant. It's been nicknamed the power plant. And you would probably say, but why Gibble? Why has it been nicknamed the power plant? Because it's fucking built on a power plant. They released pictures of the Guardian, the good old Guardian. And it was like a year before, or two years before the Beijing Olympics. And it was just a functioning power plant. And then they closed it down and they somehow turned it into a fucking snowscape. People complaining. People. I mean, I, I mean, nobody's sitting there going this, this, the quality of this snow's terrible. The athletes have been complaining about the quality of the snow because it's no real snow, it's fake snow. Now, there have been a Winter Olympics in the past where they've had poor snow fall. And they've had to, if you like, subsidise the snow with, you know, what is classed as fake snow. From the snow cannons. But I don't think they've ever had an Olympics where the majority of the snow, if not all of the snow, has been, you know, man-made, fabricated.
0: So the athletes aren't the happy, man. The athletes are not happy.
1: And it's just been quite
0: boring, really. I don't think there's any excitement,
1: I don't think Britain wins any fucking medals, the best hope we've got is the curling and they get fucking pumped early doors. It just just feels like it's just a kind of nothing event. And they're trying everything they can to spice it up, They're, they're trying everything they can. To try and encourage you to watch or at least talk about it, fifteen-year-old Russian athletes testing positive for drug fuel. You know, the name, have they all learned their lesson, Putin? And now the poor wee lassie's not getting a medal ceremony. I mean, what has she done wrong? What what has this lassie done wrong? She's done everything it's asked for her. She's left her family at four years of age. She's moved to a strange part of the country. She's ingratiated herself in the world of figure skating, which I imagine is boring as fuck. She's done everything. She's trained six times a day. She's eaten all the food she's been given and, and they handed her a plate of drugs and they went, eat the drugs and she's fucking taking the drugs and now she's getting punished for it. What has this lassie done wrong? The Russian teen accused of doping has been cleared to compete in figure skating at the Winter Olympics, but there will be no medal ceremony if she finishes in the top three this week. They're fucking bastards! Kamila Vallev had failed a test for a banned substance, but was a substance raising questions over whether she would be allowed to take part in the next event on Tuesday. Sample for the 15-year-old was taken on Christmas Day I mean, come on, the fuck Christmas Day, man! I mean, who's no fool of fucking illegal substances in Christmas Day? For the love of God! Uh, another test randomly conducted on eighth of February Return positive for trim. Hold on, take a minute here, Gibble. Take a deep breath, read the word, and then say the word. Trim etzadine, a heart medication. A heart medic. What's wrong with your heart, Hen? At fifteen. It's with your heart at 15. <clears throat> I mean, you're not a are you? <coughs> oh, I'm getting taken down by a virus. What is Uh, The drug at the centre of the Beijing Olympic scandal. Oh, this is a clickbait for a different story. I've not got time for this, Sky News. Separate investigation led by the Russian Anti-Doping Agency. Brilliant. Is that a real thing? <laughs> I imagine a Russian anti-doping agency is about as robust as a fucking investigation into Prince Andrew.
0: What is the girl's name? Uh, Russian
1: Lev. Nationality? She's Russian. Uh she not taking drugs. I don't know why we are tired her. Yeah, uh, she not taking the drugs. A uh, Russian athlete. Uh, not no, no. take taking the drugs. Why? Why are we still questioning the Russian athletes? I mean, I, I think we all know that. Either they're doped up or they're just they're just bred on a on a on a regime of fear and violence. Nobody ever questions the Chinese athletes when they win. Nobody goes fucking drug test, eh, bastards. Because we know they were just raised on fear and violence. And what's the main thing that fear and violence brings you? Gold medals. That's right. Gold medals. There's a reason why your curling teams are fucking falling in their ass, Because they're no reason to die out of fear and violence. We need to start... The curling team need to be tied to the ice. Naked. Spread open. Fire a couple of curling stones right into their fucking gullies. Don't let this ever happen again.
0: Sweep! Sweep!
1: The Court of Arbitration for Sport, CAS, uh, cited exceptional circumstances for its decision, including value of status as a protected person under the World Anti Doping Code and serious issues in the untimely process of notifying her of a result. Definition of a protected person includes athletes who have not yet turned 16 at the the time of a doping violation. Some woman called Tara Lipinski, whoever the fuck she is, says, I strongly disagree with the decision. At the end of the day, there was a positive test. There is no question in my mind that she should not be allowed to compete. She's 15, you cow! Regardless of age or timing of the test results, I believe this will leave a permanent scar on our sport. First of all, it's figure skating. It's not a sport! It's not a sport! Can we please stop this? The, can, we just, can we just say what the Winter Olympics is? The Winter Olympics is entertainment, right? It's not sport. Okay? Nobody has ever turned to their parents as a young person and went, Mother! Father! I was born to be a figure skater. It doesn't happen, right? It does not happen. Nobody's ever been in Audi with the parents and went, "Mother, father, I've always dreamed of this participating in the sport known as downhill
0: slalom." See, when you grow up, we you want to be a sportsman. I'd love to be a sportsman. What sport do you want to play? Bob sledding. If anything, the way to get
1: people interested in fucking figure skating is to fill them all full of drugs. Fill them all full of drugs. Get them fucking coked up, doped up, heart-pilled to their tits. Fill their bums full of fucking LSD and then send them out in the ice. That is how you get viewers for the Olympics. We don't have it in shitey snow. We don't have people moaning. We don't have the fucking Russians getting accused of everything. And then the Russians do de- not I mean, I don't do de- themselves, I feel by having a go at their fucking non-binary athletes, know I'm saying? Send the figure skaters out on fire. On fire! That is how you get viewings up. That's how you get people participating in the so-called sport. Next up, the the uh, pair from Latvia I will put Performing this beautiful routine uh, with the backdrop of uh, uh, Hans Sebastian Bach while the pair are actually on fire. Bold move here for the Latvian pair. Never before have we seen a couple set themselves on fire before the start of the routine. Uh, and here we go now eyes down, and the lights inside the arena have been dimmed for this um, quite lightly, so no way to get the full magnitude and beauty of the flames here as the Latvian pair. Begin the routine. Stunning move. Beautiful food to work. Hand control speed up into a triple somersault. Backward flip. four, five, one Down and now the flames begin. And you can faintly hear the screams as they parade around the ice. The smell of burning flesh filling this arena. As their burnt corpses fall to the floor. And that was one of the most beautiful and moving displays I've ever seen from a pair within this sport of figure skating fill them full of drugs fill Olympic athletes full of drugs and let them go different drugs for different sports right? get the 100 metres 100 get them steaming drunk blind drunk and then let them go but we put, like, bumper lanes, right? Like like the bowling, but we electrocute the lanes, right? Let's treat it for what it is. It's not sport. It's entertainment, okay? And we want to be entertained. Are you not entertained? We want to be entertained. The days of ancient Rome must return. Hockey. And the way in which you get people engaged is either with extreme violence or extreme fear. If you had every Olympic athlete full of drugs, the viewing figures would be through... Th- you would literally crash satellites. You'd have that many people watching it. Can you imagine the pished 100 metres Usain Bolt out his fucking dial Running down an electrified track. In the name of God, it'd be incredible. And the Winter Olympics, man, right? Get the figure skaters full of acid. Absolutely fucking, f- to their eyeballs, in acid. Magic mushrooms, DMT'd a lot. Just before they go on the ice and they take a fucking massive dunt of DMT and then you send them out onto the ice. And we cover them in the most beautiful colourful costumes there is and we watch them freak the fuck out as we play electronic dance music and watch them have a fucking panic attack fit for three minutes on the ice beautiful says here the uh, court of arbitration for sport also prevented her from competing in the games would cause her imperable harm uh, it upheld the decision by the Russian Anti-Doping Agency to lift a provisional doping suspension which had been appealed by the International Olympic Committee, the World Anti-Doping Agency and the International Skating Union. World Anti-Doping Agency criticised the ruling saying the CES panel decided not to apply the terms of the World, a- of the world Anti-Doping Code which do not allow specific ex- exceptions for protected persons. There you go. Uh, decision today is only limited to whether Valiev should be provisionally suspended, not whether she violated anti-doping rules, which can be considered another investigation. This is very boring. The Olympic Committee said it would not hold a medal ceremony for the team skating event or for the singles competition if Valiev is in the top three. She is one of the favourites to win the gold. The medals will be retrospectively presented once the full case has been concluded, which could take months or even years the US Olympic and Paralympic Committee said he's disappointed by the message and the, the ruling sense. <clears throat> I mean, what this is telling me is, if, if they can't until they're 16, the Russians have found a loophole, right? The Russians have sat down, again, you've got to admire them. They've sat down and they've went, look, at 16, we can't afford them for the drugs anymore because we're fucking getting nipped in the ear. What are we going to do? Right, we're going to get 14 and 15-year-olds We're going to fill them full of drugs and we're going to send them to the Olympics. I love it! (laughs) And off she goes, we're barely full of drugs and the poor lassie's not getting her medals. I hope she wins. I hope she wins them all. 15. Should, I mean, the question will be should 15-year-olds be competing in the Olympics? Should should there not be like a, a minimum age? Maybe that's how we change it. Maybe we, we, we completely change the Olympics, right? Everybody's on drugs, and you've got to be forty plus, fifty plus to compete in the Olympics. It's a ballot that comes through the door, right? On your fiftieth birthday, the next Olympic Games comes round, you get a ballot. You're getting a lottery, and then you get something through the door going, "Name a fuck." I- I'm competing in table tennis. Again, you get you get higher viewing figures than what they're getting at the moment oh, Russia, 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 right, what have we got here, um, a couple of news stories, UK weather, we've, uh, I mean, we've, we've kind of dealt with that, really, we've, we've, we've had a long enough more about that one, uh, Jeremy Vine, uh, well-known pain in the ass. Jeremy Vine, what's it here, knocked out and sporting black eye after being thrown off his penny farthing, I beg your pardon, read, re- read, that again, Gilbert, you read that one too fast, you even shocked yourself, Jeremy Vine, I know who that is. Knocked out and in sporting a black eye after he after being thrown off his penny farthing. What the fuck is going on? Is this real? Is this a real story? I'm looking about here as if somebody's going to confirm. There's no dead in this room. Is this a real story? What the fuck is Jeremy Vine doing riding a penny farthing? I mean, let's read on. Come on, find out. Jeremy Vine is recovering after falling off his penny farming. Is this fucking real? Even, even the article, the next thing is, yes, you read that correctly. Jeremy Vine avoids public transport by cycling around the city like an actual Victorian. Penny farming, a bicycle popular in the 1870s and 1880s, a large front wheel with a saddle that sits on top with a rider subsequently eight foot off the floor. However, his eccentric mode of transport has come back to bite him as the presenter of the Jeremy Vine show was thrown off his penny farthing and landing on his head, giving the star a black eye. I I, I, I just need to take a minute, because the, the anger that is rising in me, I might actually punch something. Are you honestly expect there's even a picture, there's even a picture of the fucking arsehole riding his penny farthing? I, I'm done. I'm done this is, this is it, this is the end, this is the end, what the fuck is happening, what the fuck is happening to society, I'm serious, what the fuck is going on, there's, there's grown men, adults, I would imagine Jeremy Vine's an educated man. Now, listen, I've never watched the Jeremy Vine show. I've listened to the prick, unfortunately, on the radio. I've maybe lasted five minutes each time and I've turned it off. I find him fucking unbearable, man. His whiny, shitey fucking voice. And his thing is this. People like Jeremy Vine have such a long career in the mainstream media because they never fucking pick a side and you don't know what his view is on anything. He just goes along with the fucking mainstream pish. If you ever listen to him on the radio, it's utter fucking garbage. And now the bastard has knocked himself out because he's fallen off his penny farthing. I mean, all I can hope is that somebody saw him and drove him off the road. Why? See is I was the producer, what is it, is on Channel 5, the Jeremy Vine show, Steve was the producer of the, Channel 5, the Jeremy Vine show, I'd fire the cunt, see if somebody said to me, listen Jeremy's not going to be able to do the show today, we have to get a replacement, what the hell happens to me, you can't do the show, he's actually in an accident emergency, he's been knocked unconscious, falling off his bike, oh my god, was it? In, was in an accident, I mean it was in an accident, did a car hit him, a bus, I mean it's, you know, it was, it, the London roads are atrocious, I hope he's okay. Did someone get the details of the driver? Oh, there was no driver involved. What do you mean there's no driver involved? I thought you said he was in an accident. Well, he was. He, he fell off his bike. So, how do you knock yourself unconscious if you fall off a bike? Well, he fell from eight and a half feet. Eight and a half feet? Did he fall off a wall? You know, did he, did he go down a pit, a mine shaft? No, he was cycling a penny farthing. I beg your pardon. He, he he cycles a penny farthing to to work, and he, and he fell off it, and he gave himself a black, and he's knocked himself unconscious. He fell off a penny farthing, and that's why he's canceling the show. He's fired. He's fired. I, imagine, first of all, I don't understand how these people have, they don't have any anxiety issues. If I even bought a penny farthing. If any one of my friends turned up at my house and they saw a penny farming, the fucking slagging that I would receive would be unbearable. It would take years of professional medical help from a highly trained psychotherapist to recover from it. And rightly so, because that's the slagging you deserve. If I then was to cycle that to work, you can only imagine the the level of slagging you would achieve even higher. What a fucking toilet, man. I can't even believe. I can't even believe this is real. Just imagine for a second, just imagine the street that you live in, right? Imagine the route that you take to go to work. Now, imagine doing that route, cycling a penny farthing. I swear to God, I'd have a panic attack. The anxiety... I would shit myself with anxiety. I would just feel as if everybody's looking and rightly so everybody should be looking because you, you're fucking riding a penny farthing oh my god jeremy vine you fucking toilet uh the jeremy vine show recreated the scene using some pretty dodgy animatronics to give viewers the full gravitas of their deal. what ordeal it's a it's a a dick on a fucking penny farthing Jeremy ended up pretty incoherent after being knocked out for a second or two. However, doctors at A&E warned Jeremy could have ended up seriously injured and claimed they'd never actually written on a form for any patient before was riding a penny farthing. There's a reason for that. In an actual segment on today's programme, viewers were asked if Jeremy should give up the penny farthing after his family banned him from using the death trap unsupervised. Pathetic man. Of course, of course, uh, safety comes first, but self-respect isn't far behind. So, Jeremy, we say, bend the bike or donate to a good cause, like a museum. Uh, viewers were divided over Jeremy's future with the Penny fan, Who cares? Uh, Part Jeremy's uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Vardy, Jeremy Vine said, "I'm sorry, but if you can't put your feet in the ground, your bike—oh no, it's somebody else. Your bike isn't safe or roadworthy." Cried one particularly appalled audience member. Jeremy Vine show airs weekdays nine twenty on Channel Five. Who cares? Fucking hell! I can't even believe that's real. Of all of all the of all the ways that you could injure yourself, falling off a penny farthing, now, and then you might think it was it for some segment for TV. Were you were you an actor in a, in a fucking historical drama? You're like, no, the dick just cycles to work on a penny farthing. He And obviously Jeremy Vine's got a bit of money, but he must stay in a very, very posh part of London. Because if you spent any time in London, you will know there are some posh parts, there are some wealthy parts, but there's also some... Also a lot of the kind of wealthy parts, affluent, rich parts, are next to some right shitholes. So to be able to cycle to work and not pass any fucking metal cuts in itself is is quite impressive so you know Jeremy let's so hope next time uh you know get just get give up mate just give up give up the bike it's not even a bike it's a penny filing for God's sake what the Right, what we got, forty nine minutes? Uh, let's look quickly. We got uh, another news story here. Dead, wo- oh my God! Dead woman with butt injections dumped at hospital by two other women. In the name of fucking Christ! A woman's body has been dumped at a hospital by two other women. Police have said, oh, the unidentified fifty-three-year-old Jesus uh, appeared to have had multiple injections in her ass uh, before being dropped off at Jacob Jacoby Medical Center in the Bronx, New York. In the name of fuck multiple injections in her backside. She was taken there at 1.50am yesterday morning by two women who said she appeared to be in distress and needed help. Oh, you're dumb, right? I'll asked this fellow cement. The victim was naked below the waist and police said she had numerous injections in her buttocks and that she had been injected with an unknown substance. After dumping her body, the woman then drove off and the victim was declared dead at the hospital. Identity and cause of death will be released later and police are treating the case as suspicious. No shit, Sherlock. Fucking hell. There's there's nothing better. A body was dumped outside a hospital in Glasgow this morning. It had one eye and a swastika tattooed inside its arsehole. Police are treating it as suspicious. Obviously it's suspicious. This sounds like... You know when people used to have like Ann Summers parties, right? And women would go in. Occasionally a gay man was involved. And they get drunk and some of these council houses, and they'd all buy dildos and have a good time, right? Squeeze their carcass into kind of ill-fitting a longer day and get drunk and have a laugh. And go home and maybe get a pump for the first time in a few months and then wake up the next day, regret it, uh, try and cancel the fucking... try and cancel their credit cards so they don't actually pay £82 in summers right and now they're having like uh, these beauty parties where people are going round and they're getting somebody in who's like taking a degree online a degree they fucking they sat and watched 10 YouTube videos right and suddenly uh, their cousin's a beautician and they're doing like eyelashes and eyebrows and microblading and microplaning and all that I know, my my cousin Sandra does all that. Honestly, see if we all chip in £40 a skull, right? We'll get a bottle of rosé each, and she'll do her eyebrows and her fucking moustaches and that, and do her lashes and all that, she, just because it's cash. She's just had another range. I mean, she just trying to make ends meet. But she, honestly, she's done it. She's done it all. She's got a wee certificate and all that for the James Watt College at Greenock. She's it in the eye, but so yes man. Does this thing, like, with a comb and a sharpie and then draws it on your face. to don't expect These three women, I imagine, are friends. I imagine they've gone round to one of their houses. I imagine that they have been uh, influenced by the likes of Kim Kardashian and her ridiculous arse. Because it's ridiculous. It's not attractive. And I know I'm no oil painting. Her arse is ridiculous. And they went, listen, I found this thing on the dark web. If you mix plaster of Paris, white wine vinegar, and tap water, and then inject that into your ass cheeks, you can get a big fat
0: ass. <laughs> and they have to have like, I don't know man, that doesn't sound right. I'm telling you, I'm telling you man, that's what Kim Kardashian done. Kim Kardashian went all the way down to Mexico, right? And she get two kilos put in each arse cheek, plaster of Paris, 500ml of white wine vinegar,
1: and then fucking tap water. Mixy, 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 put it in a syringe, and rattle it into your arse cheeks. And then once it's all in there, you just kind of sculpt it, just kind of mould it around, use your hands, right? And just push it all around your arse cheeks, and then that's it. You let it set overnight, and you got a big fat arse. And then they've panicked. And the woman who was so confident before, she started to doubt herself, and she's like, look, I'll even go first. And she's like, right, trousers off, pants off, naked for the waist doing, lying in that bed, and then they've injected their ass, bit God knows what, a concoction of madness. And the poor woman's fucking died. She's died. And then instead of phoning the police, and saying there's been a terrible accident, We've injected my pal's arse with plaster of Paris and white wine vinegar. And it seems as if she's some kind of illicit reaction. She did say the dark web, this is what Kim Kardashian done, although now I'm starting to question it. They've just done the what classic people did in the 80s when Unwanted Baby. They drove it to the hospital and they fucking dumped her naked carcass on the steps of the hospital. Poor woman, man. What a way to go. Of all the things that people do to make themselves more attractive or try and change the body they've got to end up as a headline or a story in the fucking metro what a sad way to end man some of the stuff that people do and I'm not I don't just mean women I mean fucking men as well everybody some of the stuff that people do to make themselves what they would think more attractive it's fucking mind-blowing Mind blown. When I see some pictures of people and it, and it is catfishing I don't care what you say and it's like before and after pictures and they go I'm just really good at doing makeup be like in the name of fuck you've turned an orc and you're an absolute goddess how have you done that? Shapeshifter! The stuff and again mostly women right I imagine there's some men as well the the stuff that women put themselves through it's madness. Pulling hairs out, pitting hairs on, fake nails, makeup, fucking skin routines. Oh god, it's t- it's tiring. I can't be honest, I can barely be asked to brush my teeth and have a wash. Imagine if they moisturize every day, sometimes twice a day. Brush and comb your hair. Put fake eyelashes in, fake eyebrows, fake fucking lenses, fake nails, fake everything, fake tits, fake arse, suck stuff out, stick stuff in, sellotape stuff God, <laughs> can't be bothered. And can I also just say that we've had, uh, Valentine's has just passed. And I posted up some pictures of the missus, and, uh for everybody, and it was, it was quite a few, for everybody who commented saying that I am punching above my weight, um, I, I'll, I'll say this to you. Uh, obviously. Obviously. Because that's the way life should be. You, you should be punching above your weight. That That's, that's, is that not the way that the world's intent? I I, I don't understand that. People are commenting, you're punching there, man. In the name of God, Gable, you're punching above your weight there. You're punching, big man. You're fighting in a different weight class, big man. Is that no, is that no way life should be? If you're sitting there now listening to this and you're looking at your partner, and you're thinking to yourself that she is punching above her weight, and that you're the beautiful one in the relationship, you've done something wrong here, son. You've done something terribly wrong. And I don't even know how you begin to fix that. I'm, all, I'm always amazed and when people say to guys, Oh, you're punching above your weight there, big man. I know in a kind of ironic, joking way. A deadly serious. In the name of God, mate, how'd you get above that? A uh, sense of humour. And I fuck on. <laughs> <mean. laughs> you should be punching above your weight. If you're in a relationship as a man, because, don't mean as a woman. W- women tend to, you know, not tend normally to be punched above the way because they, they look for different things in a partner. You want someone to look after them, protect them, you know, make them laugh, love them. Whereas, you know, as a as a, as a hot-blooded male, you want, uh, you know, you want a good-looking woman. Yes, uh, you know, after a certain point, personality and other stuff comes involved in it, but let's not get on here, right? You want a good-looking woman or a good-looking partner. So if you're in a relationship and you're not punching above your weight, I take me sort it. Out. But yes, I am punching above my weight, and you know, I've uh, I've always, uh, since a young pup, you know, I've always fought a, a couple of weight divisions above me. It's just life, man. It's just life. It's just the way it's. It's just the way it is. But I hope he's all had a nice Valentine. I hope y'all you get your end away, and uh, I hope he's got a lovely bunch of flowers or chocolates or whatever it is that he's got. Because you know it's it's, uh, it's all about love, Valentine's Day, and uh, and hey ho, what are you gonna do? Right, end of another episode. Uh, we even talked about the Super Bowl, did we? But I never watched it, so no much to talk about. Um, right, what have we got to say? tour dates are still coming up back out in March 5th uh, Livingston Howden Park Centre and then March 25th we roll on to Belfast Accidental Theatre all the dates and future dates on the website more dates are coming very soon head to bigscottgibson.com get your tickets sign up to the mail list share the show share the show ease of you to see on your social media help grow the numbers and uh, if you're on the Patreon which you should be patreon.com forward slash bigscottgibson I'll speak to you all on Sunday and if you're not on the Patreon i'll speak to you next week take care stay safe wash your hands and your an asshole and i'll see you on a battlefield soon Almost.